Hello and welcome to Talk Agdemy, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brennan Black, and in today's episode, we're going to be discussing agriculture from the college perspective, some of the opportunities available, and what going to college can mean for future generations of agriculturalists. Here to talk about this topic with me, I have Dr. Luann Waldner, and she's going to introduce herself for our audience here. Very good. Well, thanks for having me. Um, my Again, name is Luann Waldner, and I'm the provost at the Tulare campus of College of the Sequoias. And so that just means I'm responsible for this particular campus. But what's unique about this campus, in addition to having all of our general ed courses, we also have what we call an anchor program, uh, which is both our agriculture division as well as our industry and technology division which is career technical education kind of programs Mm. so i oversee our agriculture division and service the dean over that so i think that ties into the conversation that you want to have today yeah definitely degree yeah for sure Mm -hmm. Uh, so what can you tell us that you've noticed so far out of your years and working with the college uh, uh agriculture experience that you've seen you know maybe like the impact it has on some of the students some of the opportunities that are Mm -hmm. available advantages to going to college for an ag degree rather than just going straight into the workforce Mm -hmm. well I've I've worked with students all over the country for the last to give a little more about me for the last Mm -hmm. uh, 20 25 years Mm -hmm. so I was at the University of Kentucky where I worked at the College of Agriculture that's originally where I'm from Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, Kansas State University Uh, we uh, met my husband there and we moved around but spent time at Oklahoma State University for about 10 years before we moved out here where he's originally from Mm. so in all of those including um, went to worked at Reedley College as what we call a uh, director of statewide kind of agriculture programs and now here at College of the Sequoias for about eight, nine years. Mm. And so in all of that time, I just give you all of that. All of my work has been in agriculture, agriculture education, mm-hmm. recruiting, um, supporting and having students um find career areas so to kind of get to your point in all of those years I think there is of course a student needs to choose what they want to do and what makes sense for them but what I would not want someone to do is eliminate agriculture because they didn't understand the diversity Mm. of what we have available to us and certainly Uh, We need students uh, that are interested in every aspect of agriculture. So you think about the the number of employment just here in Tulare County. Mm. There may be businesses, and you think, well, I should major in business, and certainly that you can. Mm -hmm. But you could look at something like an agribusiness that gives you a perspective of a particular industry. So Mm. there is so many uh, aspects of Uh, the world the employment world that is somehow connected in a support industry for agriculture or where you need to know something about agriculture so majoring in agriculture uh, in addition taking additional types of courses um, that might give you some other skills are critical for both the industry and I think it's opens up an opportunity maybe students don't understand Mm. um, is that you can major in agriculture you could choose a couple of different majors you could take a couple of courses but having that understanding of our industry is critical for um for the future of our industry yeah i definitely agree um so you gave a little bit of background to your experience in Mm -hmm. in this type of profession what really brought you to where you are today as far as your interest in working in this type of field 
Well, for me, I mean, it's that's a tough question, and I think as you as you visit and as I have counseled with students for years about their career plan and their career path, mm -hmm. uh, the more you have a goal and the direction you want to go. Um, it's, it's like anything, setting a goal and then you, you know the path, you know mm -hmm. what to do to get to that goal. Yep. On the other hand, life happens, <laughs> and so sometimes the goal, uh, it, you can't necessarily, it's not a straight path. You right. might have some zigzags. And so I would say my personal career path had lots of zigzags, and, and that's because I wanted to have a family and get mm -hmm. married and those types of things. So for me, when I was a, I grew up on a dairy and tobacco farm in Kentucky, mm -hmm. and uh, I went to school and studied ag communications as a as to begin with mm -hmm. uh, I worked at um, at the time um, when we initially had the Kentucky uh, Beef Cattle Association mm -hmm. the name has changed and it's been many many years ago but um, that particular um, helped me understand I would need it was when the beef checkoff if you've ever heard of that the beef checkoff uh, was new and so that gave me lots of experiences as an internship an undergraduate experience and said you know I need to do no more in my case I need to need to know more <laughs> than just about the communication part I have to have the knowledge base behind there so I picked up a double major in animal science mm. I went on for a master's degree in more meat science, food science, and that kind of led me to Kansas where I met my husband. My whole point is that's a real zigzaggy. I knew <laughs> what I wanted to do was somehow in communications in the area of agriculture, right. but just due to life and, and, and spouse, uh, I've been what I call a trailing spouse ever since then, and that got me in back into a university situation when he was working on an advanced degree in okay. agriculture, by the way. Way, that allowed me to work uh, in education mm -hmm. uh, within agriculture and then that path has just been one I've been able to pursue ever ever since then so I think what got me in that is just again communications desire to let the world know that there's a lot of opportunities within agriculture recruit students to that mm -hmm. advise and counsel students those were all things that appealed to me and has allowed me to kind of stay in the area of agriculture, but also combine it with education. So yeah. that's kind of me personally, but mm. I would say students in general are going to find their career path is zigzaggy depending mm. on how life, um, you know, how life plays out and what you have to do. So I'm just one example of being able to stay in the industry, get a variety of experiences, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm in the industry more from an education standpoint versus maybe in uh, a different aspect of the industry. Okay. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, so you said that you've worked in a few different states. You kind of, you know, you mm -hmm. have experience with other states and how their programs work in, in terms of their, mm -hmm. their college-level agricultural programs. Do you notice any significant differences between the different state programs and, and how they're run? Um, so I worked at, like I said, three land-grant institutions, mm -hmm. and a land-grant is, has the, it's a, the land grant system, UC Davis is that here in California, right. and it has a mission of research, teaching, and extension. So each of the previous institutions I worked at were uh, involved in research, teaching, and extension. Mm. Uh, here in the community college at College of the Sequoias, however, and in the community college system, um, I mean, we are a two-year 
college that gives you the first two years of experience as well as prepares you for the workforce. Mm. So there's there's some differences between the former institutions and this particular institution. Right. I think there's a lot of value in the institution. We're the in California, we're the largest educational institution in the world. Wow. The community college system huh. is, and so we have. Uh, oftentimes, people think, "Oh, the community college. I need to go off to the four-year institution." Right. And we, see, I see, having done been in both worlds, that there's a tremendous amount of opportunity, both financial for a student as well as experiences for a student. There's mm. a lot of hands-on opportunities and things that you can get everywhere, but we do a lot of getting to do that in your first and second year while you're here mm-hmm. at the same time while you do your general ed. Yeah. I think the similarities between the institutions is that there's just a commitment uh, from those institutions that I've been in um, for uh, educating students about agriculture. That's mm-hmm. the commonality between all the institutions and I don't think we have, I try not to compete with the other <laughs> institutions that are doing the same thing that right. we are. We're really um, we don't need that competition. We, we need to get as many students in our educational system that um, want to and are passionate about studying agriculture, regardless of where they decide to go. Yeah, definitely. Um, have you found any, or do you have any uh, advice, I would say, in getting students to look more towards the community college route? Because kind of like you were saying, a lot of students need jerk reactions to go straight to the four-year, and a lot of times that yeah. can kind of backfire on them. So yeah. do, you, you know, do you have any ways to really you know, encourage them? Well, I, I will say this. I, I'm a, I, I've always said I'm a four-year university recovering snob because <laughs> I went to the four-year in, mm-hmm. in, in Kentucky. There weren't a two-year opportunities. Mm. Then when I started working in Oklahoma, there were a number of four, a two-year institutions, community mm-hmm. colleges, and I was recruiting for Oklahoma State going, well, why are you staying there versus coming here? Right. And when I really talked with those students, the advantages of the community college, and I talked to a few of those, but simply the, the cost is one advantage (laughs) and a lot of students go I don't care parents are paying for it right Right. but I think cost in considering um, that if you went for an advanced degree or Mm -hmm. uh, trying to purchase other things there's some advantages of coming staying locally Uh, here at the College of the Sequoias um, a lot of opportunities for financial aid scholarships getting grants those kinds of things that are um, sometimes more advantageous to the student than the four-year institution uh, as well as we've just started a reimbursement program so a student could come here for totally free with the exception of fees and books so there's a lot of advantages (laughs) so regardless of your economic status you could come here and get reimbursement and that's new both for the state of California and for the community college Mm -hmm. so there's great opportunities to come here but I think also our faculty Every institution, I wouldn't want someone to hear this from an institution elsewhere where I, my husband was a faculty member at, at, at Oklahoma State. <laughs> right. So they do a great job as well. But I think that the perception that somehow you won't get the quality of education mm-hmm. is wrong. My, yeah. my husband is a graduate of College of the Sequoias. He has a PhD. He, he says some of his best opportunities and experiences were right here mm-hmm. at COS, both with his chemistries, biologies. So there's lots of rigor and opportunities. However, uh, with a lot 
lot of our faculty here in agriculture for you to get hands-on experience, connect with industry, and do that mm -hmm. um, while you're here at home. I think the final advantage that I kind of thought about, if you want to come and live at home, networking and knowing those people and not, and, mm -hmm. and not going off, at least for your first two years, sometimes gives you an advantage as well because oh, yeah. you've networked and half the half the battle of getting employment and is is kind of that network you create yeah um, and and so staying here where you have a miss cooper or a mr mckeith or a mr ab or a dr fairy ab any of those people mr fernandez any mm -hmm. of those people to be able to say yeah i know someone they went to fresno chico or mm -hmm. somewhere else or cal poly but they're back uh, here even i've done that where someone picks up the phone and calls me as the dean and i'm less <laughs> connected to the students than those others right. where i go yeah i know somebody <laughs> and i can call them so i think that there's some advantages of mm. looking at the community college there i think my final point is people think that sometimes it's the community college so it can't be as good because it's right in my backyard right and we think it's cos it's your uh it's your 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 we're a, we're a first choice, not a second choice. We're the, we're a best choice and a first choice. Mm -hmm. And to think about us as just your first two years right here close to home. So Yeah, definitely. I think that coming from high school, one of the biggest um, misconceptions I've kind of realized is that a lot of people think that COS and just other community colleges in general, just like you're saying, just aren't, high, aren't as high quality until they get here and they realize there's so much available. Absolutely. I mean, I came here with, you know, little to no knowledge on what was really available at COS. I was just planning on getting my general ed out of the way and then going straight to Fresno, but I got involved in the Ag Council, I got involved in the Ag Ambassadors and working on the school farm and getting business opportunities and networking and getting to show and just doing all these things that I was getting to do in high school and then now I'm getting to advance and enhance my skills and my and everything that I've learned from high school I've gotten yeah, to do a lot better with it. It's just it's something that a lot of people don't tend to realize is really going on. I've talked to my friends in the four-year universities and they don't even get those opportunities. Correct. And so it's something that I think a lot of people need to be a little bit more open to. I think you, you hit on something and I have a, <laughs> a child that went straight to a four-year so I am kind of preaching go to the two-year and then I couldn't get my own kid to consider that. Different <laughs> stories about that. But I, I see that some of you come in and get to do those leadership roles right off. Yep. Uh, whereas what I've seen with her is uh, she was turned down on a lot of things, even though she was aggressively trying those yep. because they're going, well, we really give that opportunity to juniors. Right. And I'm going, oh, daggummit. <laughs> you know, she can't have those opportunities. So I think you've hit on something. Not that either way, I don't want to discourage anyone from going no. to school, whatever makes sense. Definitely. But to, to somehow imply that there are the opportunities here because it's the local community college i just had the conversation with miss cooper who is mm -hmm. your ag student council advisor right and we were she's headed to, uh, she and i both at the first of april to a food safety conference over on the coast mm -hmm. uh with some massive speakers and she's already connected with those people that are gonna um she's doing a tour for you actually in kingsburg and do uh, for the agribusiness club so the connectivity that she that the faculty have here mm -hmm. are no different than the faculty member at a four-year and, right. and in fact sometimes um, because they're not they don't necessarily have a research appointment or something along those lines that you know their ability to get active and engaged with you are, are there I yeah. just went this weekend to the Porterville 
and you were there too, <laughs> yes, to I the Porterville <laughs> Fair yeah. with a whole crew of students that mm-hmm. were, uh, many of those interested in ag education. It was our livestock kind of show team, if you will. It was right. really a class and they were at the Porterville Fair. So getting those opportunities to do that uh, as a first year student. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about career preparation uh, for those that might think they want to be a teacher uh, of agriculture one of these days having that opportunity to take that class or to do those things as a freshman to help them go oh this is cool i want to do more of this or to say "Ooh." I don't want to do that. The you know, I don't want to do that again. Right. But having the opportunity to get engaged in your major pretty quickly, right off the bat, I think has a lot of advantages. Yeah, so. definitely. I think yeah. Another one of the things that you just reminded me of when going into a community college is so like, like you were saying, you get a lot of opportunities as a freshman or sophomore that you probably wouldn't have gotten if you went straight to a four year, and it kind of helps you ease into that. You know that area you're going to be studying and it really helps you understand whether or not you're going to like it i mean right right now this is my first year at cos i'm taking an ag education class that i probably wouldn't be able to take until probably my junior year at fresno state if i was going through my ag education major normally and there's a lot of opportunities like that that i probably would have and even if i would have been able to take them there i probably would have gotten overwhelmed just because there's so much going on i'm not home and there's you know so many new people and it just kind of throws me off my balance coming to somewhere like cos or reedley or another community college they kind of you know do a very good job of easing you they're kind of a transitionary stage between high school and and college to kind of get you you know okay here's what you're going to do and here's where you're probably going to need to put in the work to to get to this point and it kind of helps you get to that point before you have to get just thrown to the fire yeah totally totally agree um and 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 i think it's a combination sometimes we get the rap that you can't get the classes you need yeah. and sometimes it's um it, it could be sometimes it would be our fault i think but sometimes it is um students trying to or trying to figure out what they want to do right. so um, they may take a few additional courses to allow them yep. to explore while they're doing their general ed and you might go well what difference does it make well I can tell you as a parent that is paying for out-of-state tuition, I'm going to my child, you better figure it out because we don't have extra years to figure it out. Not that I want my students here to go a a different direction and take uh, a bunch of different courses that don't count, but sometimes you are exploring just a little bit. I Mm -hmm. mean, you have to have that goal and that target or you could be here forever. Uh, Hopefully not. (laughs) You know, hopefully no more than four semesters, maybe that fifth semester here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So kind two years two and a half years but that exploration and making sure you're making those decisions on the dime where you're not paying for housing and uh, more expensive tuition are there's some advantages to yeah definitely we we sound like old people (laughs) you're 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 saying it too i'm an old person but (laughs) (laughs) you're very logical so So moving into a bit of the just overall college some of the four-year college Mm -hmm. scene since we've been talking about community Mm -hmm. college quite a bit um i've noticed that there's a bit of a dramatic shift towards you know the 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 thing for today is for everyone to go to college it used to be everyone goes straight into the workforce and that's still kind of the case for some of the ag uh kids you know as soon as they get out of high school they start working on their family farm or they go find a dairy to work on um have you noticed a, a, a little bit of a of a surge in kind of the amount of kids going into like the ag majors in in college lately so as so i think we've had steady st- steady enrollment in agriculture across the country that Mm -hmm. I've been in. We haven't had uh, a a sharp decline. I think it's an interesting question because 
think the difference is than it was even 20 years ago mm-hmm. is so there's fewer of us mm. in agriculture that are coming directly from a farm background even in a strong agriculture area like Tulare yeah. where you have your entire uh, income from your parents or your from your family are coming from the farm so um there's just fewer of those uh, traditional farm families out there in in general Mm -hmm. i mean fewer it takes what two percent or i think the number is even less two percent of the population is feeding the world and then a lot of us are involved in what i might think of allied industries of agriculture that are supporting the production agriculture part definitely and so i think the interesting thing for colleges of agriculture for divisions of agriculture colleges that have divisions of agriculture like us here at college of the sequoias is trying to work with the feeder programs like the high school agriculture education programs that also you know have part of their mission as the FFA organization and recruiting those students and really so I I think in my years that uh, when I look at the manufacturing industry mm-hmm. that is struggling to recruit students and recruit, we, we struggle in those areas mm-hmm. because we don't, we've lost some of those areas in CTE in the high school area. Right. Uh, agriculture is still doing that in our welding and our, some of our manufacturing uh, is really coming through our agricultural education program. So right. trying to get to your question, but um, I, I think there is a steady, um, supply of students mm-hmm. but we we know we need more right. students that are interested in the allied industry so there's certainly farming is part of what our students can go back and particularly right. if you have a home farm but I think of agriculture like a tree, and so the foundation, the roots, and the trunk is the production agriculture, which yep. really has us, uh, gives us the solid foundation from which we're building, right? right. That's how we feed the world and yep. clothe the world and all of those things mm-hmm. with that foundation. But it requires all the branches, right, to do the photosynthesis, to produce <laughs> the leaves for the tree to survive. So right. all those different branches are the things that are the allied industries that go back and support the 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 industry my husband is a great example is we're not in production agriculture he's not he is but he doesn't own a farm right he's a dairy nutritionist that is an allied industry that consults and helps 20 or 25 or however many dairies that he works with on a daily basis so there's all of those branches and those allied kind of industries that we're recruiting students so I, I think we continue to see students that understand that. I credit a lot of that to our great um, high school agriculture education programs, yep. our, um, our California associations that support that, mm-hmm. um, our nationwide programs that support that. Because yep. when you look at other industries, um, because they don't have maybe those programs at the high school level um, and you haven't built a foundation for students to understand what the industry is about it's harder to recruit them into different areas so it's i don't know if i completely answered your question no you did but i think yes the we need students that are doing both Mm -hmm. so from a community college standpoint spending the first two years um even in a certificate program that doesn't require a four-year degree not Mm -hmm. everybody needs to go to college not every every career area requires you to go to college but i guarantee every career area requires you to think so hopefully right. yeah when we're when you're taking classes you're not 
you're taking classes that are practical and applied in our certificate mm -hmm. programs, but also teaching you how to think, work with others, and those kinds of things. And then we do have degree programs that will require a bachelor's, a master's, and a PhD. You're probably not going to work at a lending agency without a bachelor's degree and some exposure to an industry or to uh, the business world. So right. it, it, it takes both to support those all those branches, those allied industries that ultimately are built based on the solid foundation of the two percent of the population that actually does farm right yeah I don't know exactly. if I'm making sense no you did definitely okay. <laughs> yeah so you actually answered a little bit of another question I was okay. going to ask you um I was going to go along the lines of maybe like would would it be fair to say that you would recommend students pursuing a career in agriculture whether it's one of those foundational production agriculture careers or one of the ally careers like you mentioned um, would you encourage them to go, or w would you, let me see, w would you support them going more towards the college route, even if they don't necessarily need the degree for that profession just to learn more about it? Or w would you say that, you know, it's, it's something that it's, you know, worth pursuing or something that, yeah. you, you know. That's probably, that's probably really philosophical. <laughs> and you could ask 10 people and they each probably have an opinion on that. Right. I, you know, I, uh, watch the social media and blog posts and mm -hmm. the various things and you'll you'll philosophically get people to say you don't need a dang degree in order right. to do this and um well you can't possibly do that without a degree and it's it's not a black or white answer i right. think it really is dependent on the, the the student the individual the experiences they can have mm -hmm. and i think you can find success i have Mother and father, I'm a first-generation college mm. kid, so not a kid anymore, but a first-generation <laughs> college, so is my husband, mm -hmm. and both had very successful parents in the farming world right. uh, in our respective areas um, that didn't have any advanced degrees, but... Um, but and I've learned a tremendous amount from them. At the same time, I've worked with individuals that um, with PhDs and are mm -hmm. excellent in their areas. I don't think we want to have a molecular biologist <laughs> without an advanced right. degree Probably that's safe. doing some of the genetic work and those kinds of things that are very fruitful for the for the industry and has created right. a lot of the the opportunities that we have that mm -hmm. sometimes are controversial. So I think it takes both. Do I, so I think it depends for me, having mm -hmm. spent years career counseling students, it really depends on what you just said. What is your goal? What do you mm -hmm. want to do? And if you're not sure about that, I mean, uh, I met with a young man not too long ago here, mm -hmm. and you know his interest was returning back to the home dairy, okay. and he was here to take some of our dairy science certificate program, and that's all he want, but wanted to do. But as we sat and discussed, and the value of whether he should come here, whether he should take that certificate program, we really talked about the dairy industry and mm -hmm. and what he was going to do on his on his family dairy farm um, and we talked about the crop side mm -hmm. of the world the dairies I said do you like the cows do you like the 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 farming part because right. those are vastly different depending on how big your operation is right. I talked about yeah you might want to take the dairy classes but you might in his case want to come and take some of our irrigation based classes because guess what feeding those cows the biggest expense is mm -hmm. Uh, is is feeding those cows is yep. the commodities that go into that so how do you add value back to your farm so the conversation there for him to me was not you, if you get a bachelor's degree that's going to somehow um, 
be different for you and your farm experience or if you don't get a bachelor's or associate degree right. or certificate. It's more about what are you trying to do? How are you trying to add value? And what makes sense for you to learn? Yeah. I don't think there's ever a disadvantage of going on and having um, doing a degree and getting the experiences that we talked about of how to work with others, how to think differently, mm-hmm. um, right? Sometimes we go off to college and we think differently than mm-hmm. our parents do, and, and we find out sometimes that was... We were flawed in our thinking, <laughs> and sometimes we find that, hey, we bring value back to the family operation yep. because we think differently about things. So there's values in both ways. And so I think it's a fruitless article. Um, uh, it's a fru- not a fruitful conversation mm-hmm. to weigh that one is better than the other. They both have value just depending on your individual situation. How's about that for a political yeah. <laughs> uh, avoidance of your actual question? <laughs> no, that was definitely a fair answer. I did ask you a little bit of a curveball question because I wanted to see how, sure. you know, coming from a college profession, I, I, I assumed you'd go more and be, you know, yeah, they should go to college route. Yeah, but they I, have to. Right. I think it just, and, and that would be uh, disingenuous for me. I think from, uh, I've seen people with success in both areas. Mm-hmm. My favorite is, um, I worked at the University of Kentucky, and everybody wanted to come there to do horse something horse-related. Right. And I would go, oh, my goodness, there's only so many jobs in the horse industry, and right. do you want to muck stalls? <laughs> yeah. But how dare me ever to tell a student that what they desire and what their goal is and what they want to do, it's my job to give them some re- reality check about can they do what they want right. to do like invest in a horse operation mm-hmm. or how are you going to get those funds and those kinds of things but it's never my job to say you can't do that yep. because a guarantee if I said that and I've been in a situation where maybe I've been a little thinking well you'll never do that and they've <laughs> proved me wrong yep. so how dare me say that you couldn't do what you want to do um, I, I think there's value in education there's value in real world experience and you've got to be smart enough to know how to combine those two but yeah Certainly, we have a lot of advantages of thinking and and um, practical applied application here at the community college in the ag program. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, one of the things I've always said about college, I mean, there are certain professions you have to go in for a degree. Obviously, you, there, nobody's going to hire you if you don't. But for the, especially the production agriculture side mm-hmm. and some of the other agricultural professions mm-hmm. that you don't need a degree for, I've always personally found a lot more benefit and actually the, the education part of college. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know a lot of people that just go to college to get their degree and very few go to actually learn anything. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of had an, an issue with that, which maybe that's just me, but I've always enjoyed the, the learning part of it more. Mm-hmm. And, and like you were saying, learning how to think in a different way and, you know, looking at different perspectives of the same equation and, you know, taking in different concepts and, and different ideas from different professors and right. different students and kind of combining them all and taking them back home to, like you're saying, you know, the family farm is saying, hey, this is what I learned. It might not be your Perfect. way of doing it. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, there might be kinks in the problem, but mm-hmm. we can try this and see if it works kind of thing. Correct. And I've always, you know, valued the education of it more than just getting the degree or having to go through all the But years. I think the key that from, from what you said is um, coming here to learn, mm-hmm. not coming here to jump through a hoop. Right. To So now I, 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 I've said this for my entire career it's okay that you don't know what you want to do with the rest of your life but it's no excuse you have no excuse that's your job when you're here is Mm -hmm. to figure that out and so if if a student is just jumping through hoops to somehow get a piece of paper at the end they're they're not 
in, and they didn't learn anything along the way, but they made decent grades, but didn't apply and try to see how all those concepts work together. Right. Then, yes, your degree not, might not be as much as worth as much as what you said, where you try to apply and figure it out. And not everything will be perfect, and you won't agree with everything every professor said, but maybe it makes your head uh, think differently for the next mm-hmm. time. So there's real advantages of that if you want to learn. Oh, yeah, definitely. And even if you don't completely agree with everything your professor says, that can be a, a very advantageous in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. it makes you rethink your position and really question, okay, do they have a point to what they're saying or do I need to really think about this and kind of reevaluate what I'm, what, what my original belief was? And, and kind of like you're saying, you know, it does, it does, very little good to someone to just jump through hoops and get a piece of paper if they don't have the competence and the knowledge and the the experience behind them to put it to use and right. you know I've, I've you know that's the conversation I've had with a bunch of people is just yeah. you know and that's dependent on you right exactly it, will you we can open a many doors our faculty member can offer many opportunities but if you won't take it if you won't do that or do that extracurricular or do those take advantage of those leadership opportunities then you won't grow as much so it's a it's a two-way street yeah definitely i'd agree well i think those are all the questions i had i'm not sure if you had any any other additional comments you wanted to add on there i mean no i um you know i think it's an your podcast your what are we calling it podcast yeah talk ag to me talk ag to me (laughs) is uh i think it's awesome i appreciate the opportunity to get to tell you a little bit about um about agriculture in general from mm-hmm. an education standpoint if i didn't emphasize it enough i think we do have opportunities uh in this industry for students who want to come i we have people asking for opportunities vacancies openings mm-hmm. for those students like you said that kind of want to learn not kind of that do want <laughs> to learn yeah um we have six seven different areas of study here just at College of the Sequoias. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of the newer ones are irrigation technology, and I'm kind of pushing that because we know we have employers out there looking at that, but that's yep. less popular than some <laughs> other areas. Right. Um, but particularly here in the Valley uh, with our issues in water, that's certainly a, a positive area that I'd want to share with your listeners and yeah. people that are thinking about that. Food safety is another one. We just have a certificate in that. Um, and food safety is a huge issue in California and beyond oh, yeah, with the definitely. Food Safety Modernization Act and things that are going on. And we at first think, what does that have to do with agriculture? Well, we produce the food. <laughs> right. And it used to be that it was only in the processing facilities that some mm-hmm. of that, but it really that those that legislation has pushed it all the way back to agriculture right. from the from the farm from the field all right. the way in and so uh, our students have an opportunity to be exposed to that and I think that's very unique to COS of the way we've taken that so I'm proud of COS and College of the Sequoias to Larry campus and uh, just appreciate the opportunity to get to share that with your your uh, listeners yeah and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about what you know what, what's available here at the Tulare campus and at and, and in the college realm for agricultural students and those pursuing yeah. ag career just in general I mean I know we could go on for hours about all sure. the possible opportunities <laughs> available here and I'm definitely considering doing follow-up episodes on some of the different departments available at COS and some of the different opportunities available in the college realm, such as you know work experience uh, opportunities mm-hmm. and, and some of the cert- uh, certifications you were talking about, the food safety course and some of that kind of stuff. But I just know it's going to take you know sure. way longer than than we had time for today. So I just kind of wanted to get you know a pretty good overview as to 
um, college agriculture, the community college realm, your role in this, your opinions on a, diff- a bunch of different things, and you definitely delivered on what I was looking for. So, well, thank you so much. Yeah, no, I appreciate your time. Absolutely. So, yeah, th- that's all I have for okay. for this episode. So I'd like to thank all of our audience so much for listening and tuning in. And if you have any recommendations, anything you want to hear about as far as the opportunities available in the college realm goes, if you have any questions for Dr. Waldner here, I can be happy to ask her once I get those. And if you have anything else you want to um, you know, have an episode on, you want me to cover or specifically at the campus, I can be happy to do that. Um, so yeah, that's all I have. So thank you so much for listening and don't forget if you ate today, thank a farmer. Mm-hmm.